Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, you would have been hearing that a number of TV shows and films have by by TV broadcasters and streaming services in light of the Black Lives Matter movement have been pulled. HBO Max has pulled Gone with the Wind over racist depictions that were wrong then and are wrong today. And over here, many TV shows are being removed completely and others are having certain episodes pulled. Little Britain, Faulty Towers and The Mighty Boosh are just some examples. But what do you think of the move? Does it do anything to further the Black Lives Matter movement? Is it political correctness gone mad or is it justified? I'm joined on the line this morning by UL student Naomi O'Mara, Fergal Deegan, the commercial director of the Limerick Leader and sales and marketing manager, marketing executive Sophie Latouche. Good morning to you all and you're very welcome to Limerick today this morning. Good morning. Um, can I first of all start with yourself, uh, Sophie? What do you think about this latest development? Morning, Gillian. How's it going? Um, to be honest with you, at the at kind of the start when I heard it, I was like, yeah, absolutely, remove remove anything that has racial undertones. You know, I think that for the media leaders, if they are to set an example, um, you know, to say this is not okay anymore, then. Absolutely. I think that's an amazing idea. But when I actually did a little bit of research into it and I looked at it, um, I kind of realised that, you know, if they do remove all of this um, past, I suppose, content, then they're actually removing some of the history that we have and what has led us to this point. Um, Now, in particular with Little Britain, um, the character Blackface. Blackface was in the 80s, I think it was 1830 in the United States um, there was basically white characters that used to play on theatre and they used to paint their face with grease and things like that so that they could look like they were black um, it's very very offensive you know the, the characters in particular blackface characters would have worn you know grubby clothes and stuff like that it wasn't portrayed in a good way so in particular to Little Britain, yes, I absolutely do think that should be taken off. Um, but I think for for other circumstances that aren't as racially incorrect, I do think introducing guidelines maybe at the start of um, a programme or maybe, I suppose, warning or something like that would work, you know. Um, but I do think it is important that the mainstream media is getting behind it and at least it's bringing attention to it, you know, and to say that this is no longer acceptable. Fergal Deegan, um, you're part of the mainstream medium, being um, the commercial director of the Limerick Leader. Uh, are you in favour of removing all this content? Well, you see, you know, I suppose everything has to be taken in context. I mean, um, yes, it's great that the movement is going now and I mean, people are far more educated today. There's far more... Um, ways of communication. We probably would have never seen that that video um, through social media in, in years gone by. And there's probably things that have been happening that we've never ever ever in our lives seen or heard about. Um, and so, like, there's some. I mean, I, you know, just the history element of of look of the time. Things were happening of the time. I think people have to be reminded. I mean, we're you know, um, some shows, yeah, certainly. Um, have gone over the top, but in general, like you know, I know Gone with the Wind. How long has Gone with the Wind around? Um, and how many people use it as their Christmas film or whatever? But I do agree that maybe you know, you know I me mean, that a warning maybe before you show the film 
just to give people an idea, look, this is coming up. If you want to watch it, you can watch it. If you don't, it's your own particular choice. But it, it's a very hard one to call. I mean, you, you know, things in the past um, have all been, been wrong. Um, people are, as I said, far, are far more tuned in, including now. Um, so it, it's just difficult of removing everything that, that has gone. I'm sure if we went to, into lots and lots and lots of movies, there's a scene in some one of the movies that we have to say, oh, sorry, that has to go up. Yeah, Naomi, that's a, a point is, that a lot of people would make is where do you draw the line? I mean, if Little Britain comedians are not allowed to do what they're doing, and yes, I agree that blackface is very, very controversial, but do we also then say Mario Rosenstock shouldn't dress up as Miriam O'Callaghan because he's making fun of women? Well, I think it always comes from context context and where it came from. When you look at the history of blackface, you know it comes from a place of hatred. It was black characters being depicted as a racist satire of themselves. And black people were never okay with blackface. I'm sure if you look into it, you'll find a lot of women being fond of drag queens and finding that humorous and it being innocent. But I don't think blackface has ever had an innocent undertone. And I was looking at historical context when trying to think what I would say here. And the first example I thought of was Disney's Song of the South, which was pulled from production in the early 90s because of its, because of its racist depictions of life on plantations. And yes, there was uproar when it was pulled, but in today's context, it's very understandable because it would have been consumed by children too young to even understand cue cards and being able to provide a context. So I think it was a good decision to pull it. And with the example of cue cards and context, something that did it very well was old Looney Tune cartoons who had racist depictions in the 30s and 40s. Rather than pull them, they stopped showing them on children's networks. They still produce them and show them on DVDs. But on those DVDs, there are segments by Whoopi Goldberg explaining why they were made at the time, the context that they were made, that this was not seen as racist at the time, but now we've learned enough to know it's racist now. So I think the most important thing is always understanding the context and who is getting hurt. What about Faulty Towers? This is the one that I think a lot of people found controversial. One of its best-known episodes has been pulled. It's the one where the Germans come to stay, and it was pulled... um, because of, you know, what what was part of the episode was not deemed, you know, in keeping with our norms now. Yeah, I, I suppose, again, Gillian, you can argue, is that just gone a bit too far? Like, when we all, when we all watch Fault and Towers, I mean, none of us had a racism, like, any kind of inclination that that's, you know, what it was about. It was a comedy. It would give us a laugh. Uh, we got to know the characters. Um, so it, it, it's, like, as you said earlier, where do you draw the line? Um, and, and as I said, you know, a lot of movies that are made this day and age, you know, always have warnings before them of what is coming up. And if you want to watch it, I think that might be a way for the borderline ones versus, um, you know, the, there are certain ones. Yes, I mean, Blazing Saddles comes to mind. I mean, um, y- you know, the N-word is used in that, like, lots of times. And, and like, you know, you think, oh, Jamie, you know, we all probably laughed at the time, but, it, you know, it's not appropriate. Yeah, one of the things that I think might be lost on younger generations when they watch some of the older comedies is that, yes, they come across as very racist, but often the comedy is actually laughing, is is trying to make fun of the racist. It's not trying to promote the racist. It's trying to to highlight what a ridiculous um, set of views it is to have this racism, as in like Basil being anti-German and that kind of thing. Um, Naomi, do you get that or when you watch the older comedies? 
Well, I suppose you see it, you can see it sometimes that it's trying to play fun at races, that a character isn't being shown as racist. It is the idea of it. But again, I feel when things are taken out of context, that's when it can become troublesome. So even, it may not be the best decision to pull borderline comedy because the generation it was produced for understood that. That was the context of the time. But now when things are being viewed out of context, that's being lost. That's why I think having the, the cue cards and the explanations is very important. But I think it's very important as well that when we're having these debates, that we look in the wider scheme of things. So I read a news article recently that was saying the Gone with the Wind became number one trending from the Black Lives Matter campaign. And we need to be careful that this doesn't turn into being the height of the campaign. People can think, should this be the top of their agenda? Is there more they can do for the campaign rather than trying to save television? Um, I would like to just interject there because I put up a poll on my Instagram just to say that people agree with um, Little Britain being um, pulled and stuff. And 26% um, of people agreed. And this was out of 200 people that voted and 74% disagreed. But of the 26% of people that did agree for it to be pulled, there was more people of colour in that category than the people that disagreed. And I think what that tells me, and and I hope I'm not stepping on anyone's toes here, but I think what that tells me is what we deem to be acceptable to laugh at isn't necessarily deemed acceptable to be laughed at by the minority, if that makes sense. I so I think do you know what I mean? But yeah. that's, that's a real problem with comedy. I mean, it, yeah. everybody takes offence at different things. Yeah, there yeah, are certain things that I would find very offensive that everybody else might find hilarious. And wh- where do you draw the line? How can society decide, you know, this is okay to poke fun at, but this isn't? Or do we just... I think, I think it's introducing those guidelines, being very, very clear, making sure that there is, repercussions if there is racial undertones and I think it is up to the media. It but is should it just people. be about race? I mean d- does it need to be about sexism or, or discrimination against people with illnesses or disabilities? Yeah I suppose yeah. that is that is fair where do you draw the line with that you know? Well I've read this, I read a very interesting article it was published a few years ago and it was about this, it was about PC in the media um, and it was about comedians and I think it was saying all comedy does come from drama and you have to be careful when you make jokes of a certain context. Things that you could joke about now, things that happened in the past, the trauma could be gone. So if you look into it, a lot of maybe Jewish comedians have made comedy about their past, but this would not have been appropriate when the trauma was at its highest. Yeah. So comedy is tragedy plus time, which has been said before. Yes. Now, um, Fergal, do you think that there's anything that should be absolutely not acceptable or, you know, is society able to draw a line somewhere? Well, I think a straight up not acceptable should be anything that I did my thesis on propaganda in children's cartoons. I think anything that can be perceived by someone who's not able to understand the context. So I think that's why clever thing was anything with racist undertones being shown to younger viewers who won't understand. I think that's a definite, and I think that's why I agree with when Disney pulled Song of the South. Yeah, we're, we're, I guess we're kind of putting trust into people, into adults then, that they will understand, because you've plenty of 
adults out there uh, that have very controversial views that would not exactly. be acceptable to the majority or the minority, you know? See, that's why these lines are very hard to discuss in, in a broad range of topics because everybody would draw that line differently. And it is true what one person sees as innocent can be highly offensive to someone else. But I think whenever something is produced, it has to be considered, is it worth hurting someone? I think just in this context, though, like we have to remember that this whole movement happened because we saw somebody of colour being innocently killed, like, by the police. And I think, you know, Obama had an address that came up on YouTube, I think it was maybe last week, and he said, he actually said he was proud of the people that were that were protesting. And I think, you know, yes, okay, there is other minorities, and we could go into that, but I think really what we've been exposed to is the level of discrimination that happens over in the US. And I think the fact that media and streaming services are actually taking note, I think it's it's good for the movement. And I think that, yes, okay, some of it is a little bit extreme and there has to be a happy medium somewhere. But I think it's, it's incredible that, that they're looking at these... Um, things that have been acceptable in the past that just aren't acceptable anymore. Virgil, I reckon that Sophie and Naomi are probably too young to uh, be aware of Darby O'Gill. <laughs> um, but I know oh, you're yeah, old I've, enough. I've seen Darby O'Gill. <laughs> yeah, have you? Thanks, well, thanks very much, Gillian. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Dennis has emailed us asking us now, should we ban Darby O'Gill because it depicts Irish people as leprechauns? But see, there you go. Where do you stop? Uh, who's getting insulted? Who's getting offended? Um, where do we draw the line? And where's the where where do, where's the step over mark from comedy versus you know the non-comic side of things? And you know I think we've had this discussion before on air, Gillian, of how PC we've all become. Um, so it's like this could turn out to be we may not have any comedy shows left to watch, or we may not you know have any bit of fun or laughter because we're afraid. That if, if if we make a joke or say something, we're going to offend somebody, regardless of, of creed, colour or, or what. Um, yeah, and that is a difficult point because what will happen then, I think, is that you will drive comedy underground to a certain extent because people have a uh, you know they have a desire and a thirst to laugh and to enjoy comedy. But if everything. Um, that is on our, on our national airwaves has to be completely squeaky clean, not offending a single group in society. Uh, does that mean then that comedy can only be achieved in underground clubs and does it actually pose a greater risk to society then than having it on mainstream media? It, it could very well, Gillian. And I mean, that, that's, that would be the sad part because as you said, we are like a lift every now and again. We've all gone to comedy shows. We've all left at jokes regardless of the of the content or what they're about. Um, and it, it is a difficult one. It's extremely difficult at the moment. You know, it, 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 every day there's a different issue being highlighted. Every day, you know, what is racism? I mean, it's not just about colour. It's not just about... So where do we stop? Yeah, it's certainly, I think, a debate worth having, though. There's plenty of stuff that 
you know, has gotten past the radar in the past that definitely shouldn't have. Um, but I suppose nobody really knows where that line can be drawn. It's interesting, we're getting a couple of comments in from the listeners this morning. Deirdre has been in touch with us on WhatsApp and says, Hi Gillian, I'm a wheelchair user and I'm not offended in the slightest because of Lou and Andy in Little Britain. I thought it was uh, hilarious, says Deirdre. And Marie got in touch saying, Gone with the Wind was a classic. I think it's wiping out the history of the slavery by removing this film. The movement is about showing how much they've been through and removing the Forty Towers episode was just ridiculous. I can't understand it, says Marie. Lots of different comments coming in this morning. Thank Thanks to our panel, Fergal Deegan, Commercial Director of the Limerick Leader, Sophie Latouche, Sales and Marketing Executive, and Naomi O'Mara as well with Limerick Youth Service. Thanks for joining us on Limerick Today this morning. Thanks. Bye, Julia. Bye. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.